The Holy Gospel according to John, the first chapter. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God. And the Word was God, and He was in the beginning with God. All things came into being through Him, and without Him, not one thing came into being. What has come into being in Him was life, and the life was the light of all people. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not overcome it. There was a man sent from God whose name was John, and he came as a witness to testify to the light, so that all might believe through him. He himself was not the light, but he came to testify to the light. The true light, which enlightens everyone, was coming into the world. And it came into being through him. Yet the world did not know him. He came to what was his own. And his own people did not accept him. But to all who received him, who believed in his name, he gave power to become children of God. Children of God who were born not of blood or the will of flesh or the will of man, but of God. And the word became flesh and lived among us. And we have seen his glory as the glory of the Father's only Son, full of grace and truth. John testified to him and cried out, This was he of whom I said, He who comes after me ranks ahead of me because he was before me. But from his fullness we have all received grace upon grace. The law indeed was given through Moses. Grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. No one has ever seen God. It is God, the only Son, who is close to the Father's heart, who has made him known. The Gospel of the Lord. Thanks be to God. What a way to start the new year. Christmas at this point feels like a distant memory. Maybe you are excited about this new year 2022 because you have goals that you have set or you're ready to go back to school or work with this new sense of energy and excitement. Or maybe you're not looking ahead to 2022 because the uncertainty in the world right now. I did not think we would have to be remote again in our worship services. I did not think that life would be interrupted again. I did not think that I would have to find ways to navigate my life during this continued pandemic. But today is the ninth day of Christmas in our church calendar. The thing that we need more than anything else right now is this reminder that Christmas is not just a holiday or a festival, but that Christmas is an opportunity to experience hope for a new year. And what we read in our gospel lesson today is a sense of newness that can fill us with hope and joy and peace this whole entire year. In our gospel this morning, from the book of John, we read this Christmas story, right? But there is no familiar things that we are used to in the Christmas story. There are no angels, there's no shepherds, there's no mention of Mary, there's no manger with a baby in it. 
But that's the thing. John's Christmas story is not about the birth of Jesus, but instead it focuses on the difference that the birth of Jesus makes for each and every one of us. In John chapter 1, verse 1, it says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. And then in verse 14, he writes, But the Word became flesh, and it dwells among us. That, my friends, is where the Christmas story comes in. John connects this Word of God in human form, in Jesus. John connects our humanity with God, becoming human. How God comes to us so that we might live in love with hope. John tells us what we can do with this information. We are told that Jesus was in the world and the world came into being through him, yet the world did not know him. Jesus came into the world, but the world did not accept him. Jesus came into the world so that we could all become children of God, children who are not dominated by the circumstances in which we find ourselves, not defined by our limitations or hurt, not limited in our destinies, so that we are not controlled by others. Instead, we are controlled by the Holy Spirit that lives inside each and every one of us. Instead, we are given gifts of grace, peace, hope, joy, and love. We are given these gifts not because we deserve them, not because we are perfect, not because we have done anything to earn them, but because God loves us. This idea that we can't do anything to earn God's love is hard, especially for me, right? Because I am an achiever. I want to know what it takes to succeed. And once I know, I will do anything and everything to get to that point, right? But when I go to church, when I read the Bible, when I pray to God, I start to understand that I do not need to do anything. I do not need to be an achiever when it comes to the love of God. When I, when I read the Bible, when I go to church, when I pray, these are all good things, and they help me connect with God. They help me connect with the world around me. They help me connect with other people. But even when I don't do these things, God is going to love me anyway. And this just doesn't seem like a possibility, right? Because I ask myself, in what other circumstance in my life is this true? What other circumstance in my life where I don't give presents, when I don't tell someone I love them, when I am not nice to someone, that they are going to love me more and more and more each and every day? That's just not possible. But with God, it is different. Another way to look at this is to understand what, it descri what describes us and what defines us. We allow certain things in our life to either describe us or define us. We are based on our interests or what our experiences, whether they're good or bad, what we have done well, what we have not done well, who likes us and who doesn't like us. These things matter, but we allow them to define who we are, not just describe certain aspects of our lives. And what the Gospel of John does is it takes these things that happen in our life, these ordinary things, 
and say that they are meaningful, yes, but they do not define who we are. What does define us, and more importantly than the good and the bad, all the things that we carry with us, is that God has called us God's beloved children, individuals who are precious in God's sight, people who desire love and respect are called by God to care for the world that God has made. Jesus was born into this world to tell us firsthand how much God loves us. Jesus lived to show us how much God loves and cares for us. Jesus died not to pay for our sins, but to remind us, even convince us, that God loves us more than anything else in this world. A number of years ago, a seminary professor gave me this exercise that I like to do to remind me of who I am. So as we begin 2022, as we learn from our past, as we are committed to move forward, I want to issue a challenge for this year. I want to give you this phrase for you to repeat on a regular basis. You can say it once a day, once a week, once a month. You can say it multiple times a day. And for a while, I had this phrase put on a post-it note in my car. So every time I got in my car, I would look at the post-it note and I would say this phrase out loud. And eventually, this phrase became a part of me. Eventually, it started to help me define who I am in God's eyes, not in the eyes of the world. The phrase is this. I am God's child, deserving of love and respect. And God will use me to change the world. I'll say it again. I am God's child, deserving of love and respect, and God will use me to change the world. Now, it sounds like a simple phrase, and we may be able to understand it, but once we start to say it on a regular basis, then we start to believe it. Because you do deserve love and respect. God is your heavenly parent. And there are times when we are brought down by the evils of this world and we begin to think that no one loves us, that no one respects us. We have high standards as to how we present ourselves in this world. And when things begin to crumble down around us, we think we do not deserve love or respect. But we do. Because we are given this gift of grace from God. And then, and then God changes us from the inside out. God challenges us to change the world. And this might be an overwhelming task at first, but we are called to do it. And this challenge begins with you and me. This challenge doesn't just limit us in what we are able to do, but extends us outside into the world. So when we say these words, I am God's child, deserving of love and respect, and God will use me to change the world, we start to know that this is true. So when those doubts begin to creep in, when those internal thoughts start to talk, we can say it again and again, I am God's child, deserving of love and respect, and God will use me to change the world. This is why John's Christmas message 
is so important. Because in the face of all the messages around the world, John tells us what is true. And what each and every one of us knows is that God gives us Jesus to become children of God. God gives us Jesus to tell us how much God loves us. God has called us to be God's own beloved children. And this is a wonderful thing. And I can't wait to see all the amazing things that happened to us in 2022. I can't wait to see that all the wonderful things that happened in the church in 2022 because we start to believe that we are children of God and God calls us to change the world. God gives us love and respect. Thanks be to God, in Jesus' name.